Here comes the money. You're now listening to the Gambling with Gold podcast with Jason Gold. Presented by Champions Round. What is going on? Welcome to episode 120 of Gambling with Gold, the NFL Week 10 Best Bets with Joey Mariello. Joey, you ready to lock in and give out some best bets? We have been so hot the last two weeks. Eight and one two weeks ago. Last week, I think nine and one. Uh, we are smoking right now. Hopefully, we can keep it going. I was, you took the words out of my mouth. We're on fire. Let's keep the train going and let's give out some locks. All right. Uh, before we do that, just so you know, head to our socials at Champions Round. There is a Jerry Judy jersey on the line this weekend. Joey put out a fire video on it. So make sure you take a look at that and comment on that video how many yards and receptions you think Jerry Judy is going to have this weekend for your chance to win that jersey. All right. Let's lock in top five picks. This week, Joey, what's the number one bet on the board for you? Number one bet, going with the Commanders, plus 10.5 against the Eagles. Divisional game, the Commanders have covered in the last four games that they've played. Uh, I think they're a wagon right now. They should have won last week against the Vikings. They were on a three-game win streak. And I've been waiting for the kind of downfall of the Eagles. I think the hype's going to run out a little bit, and their first loss is going to be this divisional game. So I'm going to take the money line too. I like an upset. Wow. All right. Uh, Best bet purposes, commanders plus 10 and a half. Okay. So the number now in the market, at least at DraftKings, plus 11 and plus 390 on the money line. So make sure you get that 11 if you can. Plus 390. Holy shit. That is a spicy meatball. I love that bet. I don't know which side I'm going to fall on in that game. It's Monday night. There's a lot of games to get to before then. Uh, but, you know, divisional dog plus 11, usually a good spot for the underdog. All right, here we go. My first pick on the board. No order for my top five this week. I wish that I had a super favorite. I do not, unlike the last couple of weeks. We're going to start off with Tampa Bay minus two and a half against the Seattle Seahawks in Munich, Germany. This all has to do with the travel that the Seattle Seahawks have had to undertake the last couple or the last week, I should say. Three hours to Arizona. And then they don't fly from Arizona directly to Munich. They go back to Seattle. So that's six hours. They land on Sunday night. Wednesday, they fly 10 or 11 hours over to Germany. Meanwhile, Tampa Bay only has a six and a half hour flight over. And they were already at home the week before. Tom Brady, you know, we talked about this. Get that divorce juice off your shoulders. Feeling a little light. Feeling a little loose. I think they come in and they have a great game plan against the Seattle Seahawks this week. And I think they get it done. The minus two and a half. Give me that as my first pick on the board. Give me the Bucks. My number two pick also went with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus two and a half. We've seen this uh, shift in Brady in that post-game interview. Can't see him losing after saying something that confident as well. Um, Bucks looked good last week. And also, like you mentioned, the travel. This is going to be an absolute horror show for the Seattle Seahawks. So I think the Bucks minus two and a half is an easy cover. Uh, might even like them by 10 points or more this game. 32% of the bets and 54% of the money is coming in on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is certainly a sharp side. Would not bet this past three. If you get a three and a half number at some point, I'm not sure it'll hit that. But if it does, I think the Seahawks probably fine. If you want to bet that side. Uh, but Seahawks is a teaser piece. Maybe you want to bring them to eight and a half. But if you like them as double digit, uh, you like Tampa Bay to win by 10 or more, then no. 
I think it's pretty safe to get Tampa Bay minus two and a half in this position. All right, my number two pick on the board. I don't know what I'm reading wrong in this game, but I know that I am, and I do not care. I'm throwing it out the window. Give me the Chicago Bears minus three at home against the Detroit Lions. I have no idea why this line isn't higher. Justin Fields is playing like a maniac. I understand their defense isn't good, but guess whose defense isn't good either, especially against the run. The Detroit Lions. I think there's a decent chance that Justin Fields breaks his own quarterback rushing record this week. He's going to go absolutely bananas on this team. I, I want to like the over two of 48 and a half. I think the Bears come out still smoking hot, still don't know how to stop Justin Fields yet. I think it's going to keep this train rolling for a little bit longer this season. So give me them minus three at against the Detroit Lions. I like it. I like it. It's definitely interesting, though, because if Justin Fields is contained and he's not using his legs, can this offense still keep rolling? The only reason why I Who work, is containing him on the Detroit Lions? I'm just saying the Dolphins defense is specifically known for letting up big uh, quarterback rushing games. That is the only thing that kind of has me hesitant. And I don't know, maybe the Lions game plan the right way. doesn't matter who. It matters as a team. Just, him. just remember that two weeks before, the Dallas Cowboys, who we generally consider to have a top five defense in the NFL, also got smoked by Justin Fields. And then another top five team before then, the New England Patriots, also got smoked by Justin Fields. This is not a fluke thing at this point. And the, the Detroit Lions do not have the sorts of guys in the building in, to figure out, either from a coaching staff perspective or a player perspective, how to stop, stop Justin Fields on the ground. So... Yeah, you can say all you want. At some point, it's probably going to come to a halt, but it ain't going to be this week. All right. Uh, my third pick on the board, I'm rolling with the heavy favorites again. I'm going to go Chiefs minus nine and a half against the Jags. I think the Chiefs offense is way too explosive, and I can't see the Jags hanging in this game for long at all. I think it's going to be an easy cover for the Chiefs. Fair enough. Uh, the only thing that I'll say on the Chiefs line is them as seven-point favorites or more at home is like 41% against the spread. So not exactly the greatest spot, but you're coming off of a game where the Chiefs did not perform well. Jacksonville came back and had a great win against the Raiders. Generally a good fade-fade situation. I would not be surprised to see Kansas City come out and blow the tires off of Jacksonville. I like Kansas City first half more than I do for the full game, if you want to play it that way. Uh, my number three pick on the board, let's go against... The Miami Dolphins again. No, dude. We take, on. We are taking the Cleveland Browns plus four. 48% of the bets and 79% of the money is on the Cleveland Browns. This is one of the sharpest plays of the weekend, and I'm going to follow my boys in Vegas. I think that the Dolphins win. I think they win by three. But you see the Dolphins' defense gets absolutely smoked on the ground, and they get no pressure on the quarterback. Maybe that changes with Bradley Chubb. You said he didn't make much of a difference last week. I think he will as the season continues. But – if you give Jacoby Brissett time to be able to throw the ball, he has been successful this season. Wyatt Teller is coming back for the Cleveland Browns. Nick Chubb is going to have himself a day on the ground. So is Kareem Hunt. Denzel Ward will also be back, which will help mitigate a little bit of the damage that the Dolphins are going to do through the air. However, I do like the over in this game. And specifically, I like the over first half, 24, absolute smash spot. I think this game looks a lot like last week for the Dolphins. I think they win... 34-31, something like that. Browns cover the plus four. Dolphins win the game. Easy peasy. All right, I got a couple things to say on this because this is actually my one of my best bets for the week. This is my number Oh, we're shocked you're, you're taking the Dolphins? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the Dolphins. I got the line at minus three and a half right now. 
what I will say is when it comes to friendly bets, uh, my orange hair dye came in. So that's going to be a thing. <laughs> but we're going to have to make another friendly bet. And right. Nick Chubb is going to go under 70 rushing yards this week. Okay. If you want to make it spicier, I'll even say 60. Chubb goes under 60 rushing yards. The Miami Dolphins cover the minus three and a half, but not by a lot because the Dolphins, you're right. The Dolphins defense has been getting smoked. They look horrible. Like the, 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 the amount of yards that they've given up is embarrassing. But what I will say is Jacoby Brissett coming back into Hard Rock Stadium, that defense knows him pretty well. He knows that stadium pretty well. He's going to be seeing ghosts. And I think this consistent game managing Jacoby Brissett that we've seen this year is going to go out the window and he's going to go back to being Dolphins second string quarterback, Jacoby Brissett. He's going to have an awful game, which is another reason why I do like the over in this too. Dolphins cover Dolphins win. Jacoby Brissett throws two interceptions. Dolphins defensive touchdown. I, I, I like obviously want to bet that, but I've done it so many times this year and it's only hit once in the first, the first week. So I don't know. I'm obviously going to end up doing it, but not a bad sprinkle. I will say that. All right. So, so what's our head to head bet on? Is it on the Chubb rushing yards or is it on the spread? I would like to do the Chubb rushing yards because you said that Chubb's going to have a big game. So like, let's yep. spice it up. Let's go 60 yards. He goes under 60 yards Chubb is going to play awful. Not even awful. The Dolphins run defense is going to play great. So with that being said, um, if this happens, you have to post a reel on your IG saying that Tua to be the MVP is a great bet right now. All right. That's fine. I'm happy to Actually, do that. So, no, no. I want you to say that Tua is a top five quarterback. Ah, oh, shit. I don't know where we could go with this. I do. We just have to post a reel. If if you're right, I'll say that Tua is better than Herbert, and the other way around, if you're wrong. Deal. And and I we'll post this on our socials. Yeah, we'll put it post it on our social reels. For me, uh, actually, for me, I'm, I want to. I want to make the spicier. I want to tweet it because all my followers are like, I'm part. Of, I'm part of a diehard Dolphins cult community, so that would really uh, get them going. I'm gonna. Okay, fine. Deal. Deal. All right. Actually, you know what? Let's do a real and a tweet. We'll do both. Okay, that's that's fine with me. So real, real and the tweet, or we have to tweet out our real something like that. And uh, it's Nick Chubb over or under fifty nine and a half rushing yards. Let's go 59 and a half. 59 and a half. All right, there we go. All right, uh, what's your number four? Oh, your four bet, fourth bet was Miami. So what's your fifth bet? My fifth bet, I'm going to go with the Texans plus five and a half, maybe even money line. Uh, like Dable, obviously, but I think the Giants hype kind of runs out. And the Texans are going to keep it close like they sometimes do. I like five and a half. The line went up. So I think this is an easy uh, smash. I, I also like the over in this game as a whole. Both defenses, I think, are going to get lit up and uh, – yeah, I think it's going to be a shootout Texans cover. All right. Uh, my fourth and fifth pick this week. First one we're going to do is the Los Angeles Chargers plus seven at the San Francisco 49ers. This just, to me, seems like it's way too high for a decent team on Sunday night football. I understand the 49ers are coming off a bye, and Vegas thinks that they're one of the four best teams in the NFL. That's fine. But give me Justin Herbert plus seven anytime. That back door has to be open all game long. So I'll take the Chargers at plus seven there. Last one on the board, Mike McCarthy versus Aaron Rodgers. Here Steph we go. and I talked about it yesterday. There is no chance 
that Aaron Rodgers lets Mike McCarthy walk in there and get a win, let alone cover. So give me Green Bay Packers plus five, and I think they sneak out the win versus the Dallas Cowboys, a team that I am now pretty high on. But I think Green Bay gets it done this weekend. The Sharps would back me up here. 33% of the bets and 55% of the money is coming in on the Packers in that game. As for the Chargers game, um, it's basically even 59% of the bets and 57% of the money is on the Chargers in that one. But the look ahead on that Chargers 49ers game before the season was a pick em. Now it's seven. I understand there's been injuries, but Herbert's still playing quarterback for your boy. So I think that having the Chargers plus seven there makes a lot of sense. So those are my five picks for the week. Tampa Bay minus two, Chicago minus three, Chargers plus seven, Cleveland plus four, and Green Bay plus five. I like them. Let's make some money. Let's do it. All right. Uh, Let's go to totals that I like this week. We're doing this Thursday before Thursday Night Football, so I'll give out Carolina under 42 and a half, 43. I bet at 43 personally, but I would still bet it at 42, 42 and a half. Houston over 39 and a half against the Giants. I think there's a little bit more scoring in that game than you would think there's going to be. I believe the number of the market now is 41. I would still bet it to 42. Tampa Bay, Seattle under 21 and a half, first half. Jet lag, man. Going to come out slow. I highly anticipate that it will be a low-scoring first half. Dallas Green Bay under 43. Again, I think that the Dallas defense can do enough to contain Rodgers and the Packers, and I don't think that Dallas is going to score that many points against Green Bay in Green Bay. Rams, Arizona, under 20 and a half, first half. You've seen what both of those teams are on offense, especially in the first half. They're slow to get going, so like the under there. And then the Cleveland-Miami, over 24, first half, and over 48 and a half or 49 for the game, like all of those. Are there there any of those that you disagree with? No, I honestly agree with all those. The ones that stuck out to me this week, like you said, I had the over in the Giants-Texans game. I have the over in the Bills Vikings game as well. And that's at what number? 44? At um 43 and a half. Ooh, spicy. that's what I got in at. Um, I like that game because who knows what's going on with Josh Allen. Um, there could be turnovers in play. If Case Keenum ends up going in the game, I'm even more anticipating a high scoring game just based off turnovers and the Bills getting rolled. Um, the Vikings offense is obviously something explosive, so they could easily be throwing the ball all day on them. Uh, I like the over in that game. And then, um, yeah, those were the two overs that stuck out. The Miami-Cleveland over, I like too. Probably not going to touch it just because who knows what's going to happen in that game. The Dolphins can come out really slow, and their defense could also come out better than they have been doing. So I'm not going to touch that. But everything else, I-, I agree with. I'm with. All right, uh, teasers I like this week or teaser pieces I like this week. Carolina plus eight and a half on Thursday night. Seattle plus nine. I know you maybe disagree with that with Tampa Bay winning by 10 or more. That's okay. We can keep it off. Cleveland plus nine and a half. I usually don't like going three and a half to nine and a half, but I think this is a situation it's called for. San Francisco minus one, Kansas City minus three. And then maybe the Raiders, if it gets to seven, bringing them down to one, depending on what that line closes at. I kind of like that as a teaser piece. Uh, any of those that you're against? No, I, I honestly always roll with the teaser pieces that you put out. So I will never fade. Uh, Survivor this week. Again, if you're still in this, congratulations to you. Now you're fucking in the winning zone. So hopefully you guys bring it home and get it done. Going based on my rules, no road teams over minus six and no divisional games. That means there's three options on the board for you. Kansas City, Las Vegas, and San Francisco. Of those three, which would you use? 
going to go with Kansas City here. I think this is the easy play. I know you want to save them later for a potential Super Bowl or like playoffs, but this is the perfect spot for it. I don't really like anything else too much. That's why uh, I'm going to roll with it, especially the Chargers-San Fran game. I don't trust that one. All right, round robin time. We do it every week. Here we go. Round robin for NFL Week 10 is as follows. Moneyline, underdog, round robin, threes and fours. We're going to invest $175, potential payout $1,967. The six teams are Tampa Bay minus 150, Chicago minus 150. Sorry, buddy. Cleveland plus 170, Denver plus 120, the Raiders minus 260, and Green Bay at plus 190. I mean, I love everything except, uh, you know. (laughs) Fair enough. All right, let's run through the games that we have not talked about yet. See what bets we might like on the board. We have not discussed Denver at the Titans. Denver plus three total is set at 37. I told you on a different show, our hot takes hotline earlier, (laughs) I like the Broncos plus three and at plus 130. I have bet each and I will continue to bet each throughout the weekend. I think it's a bad spot for the Titans coming off of this emotional game against the Kansas City Chiefs. Meanwhile, Denver off of a bye, feeling good about themselves after that win in London. I think they're in a get right spot against the Titans and get a dub in Nashville this weekend. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. I like Denver plus three, and I honestly like the over despite the total being one of the lowest of the years. I like the over. I think Derrick Henry is going to be running all over them, and that Denver's offense is going to be clicking on the other side. So give me uh, Denver plus three and the over. Minnesota, Buffalo. We talked about the total, but we have not talked about the side. Down to minus three and a half. Don't know the Josh Allen situation. My hunch is that he is not going to play this week, which means it's the Case Keenum show. My opinion, Case Keenum, Stefan Diggs, we've seen what they've done before. They can play, and they played on the Minnesota Vikings. And the Minnesota Vikings are a team that I am actively rooting to fade. Three point, well, sorry, 5.3 yards per play this season, 5.7 yards per play allowed. They're one of the worst teams in the NFL in yards per play differential, despite the fact that they are 7-1 this season with six straight one-score wins, a team I will be fading for the rest of the season, despite the fact that I have a ton of futures on the Minnesota Vikings. Give me the Buffalo Bills. If this gets down to minus three with Case Keenum, I'm still comfortable taking it. Yeah, I don't know where to go with this. Just to show that the Bills are still like a favorite and you probably think Josh Allen's not going to play. I kind of like the Bills too. I like the Bills just because – Case Keenum could easily get this going. The Bills' offense and defense is unbelievable. So, I don't know. The Vikings are such a fraudulent team in my eyes, and I'm not even fraudulent, but they should not be 7-1, and one, I'll say. So, I'll go with the Bills' money line if I'm going to touch it. Love it. All right. Uh, New Orleans, minus 1.5 at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Total set at 40. I have absolutely no read on this game. I think that maybe there's an advantage if Dalton starts – that everybody's so down on him and the market's so down on him that maybe you can come back and play on Dalton at minus one and a half of the Saints. But I don't know, Pittsburgh off of a bye. I don't really want any part of that game, to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't either. I honestly like Pittsburgh. I like um, Kenny Pickett getting a win. But also, if Dalton is playing, I like the over in his passing yards because what does he have to lose at this point? He's going to get, he's going to get, he's going to provide turnovers. We know that he's going to come out slinging. So that's really the only thing I could say on this. 
Fair enough. All right, last game that we haven't talked about, Arizona Cardinals plus one and a half right now against the Los Angeles Rams, total set of 40 and a half. This line came down from three because of the Matthew Stafford concussion information. He may not play this week, which would be John Wolford, I believe, is their backup. That would be interesting. Kyler Murray, meanwhile, dealing with a hammy issue, as we saw on Hard Knocks last night. He looks like he's going to play. He practiced on Thursday. What do you think about that line? Which way are you leaning? I like the Cardinals. I think the Rams are not a good football team, and especially if Stafford's out, I'll take the Cardinals and Kyler Murray having a really good game. All right. Uh, I have one more segment for us before we get to uh, giving out our recap of our best bets. I'm going to run through this with you. I have futures to talk about. Ooh, okay. I'm in. I'm in. I got some too. Here are the futures that I have discussed with myself. And I will present to you now. There were eight of them, some of which we talked about on the Hot Take Hotline. But let's see where you are with these halfway through the NFL season. If Josh Allen is hurt, Miami plus 400 to win the division. I know you love that. Love it. Have it. How much should we, how much should we put on it? All the money or half the money? Well, let's put half the money and let's take a look at what other futures you're thinking about. Number two with the Miami Dolphins, Tyree Kill to win Offensive Player of the Year plus 300. That's such a gimme. Why are people not throwing thousands of dollars on it right now? All he has to do is keep a consistent pace. He doesn't even have to keep on going off and having these big games. I love it. There is no way in which Tyree Kill, if he's healthy at the end of the season, probably does not win Offensive Player of the Year. Like plus 300 does seem like a gimme to me. You're always risking injury if you're going to bet these futures. So you know what? That comes with the territory, but if he keeps playing and two is healthy, man, I don't see any way that he does not come close to that 2,000 yards, which would pretty much mean automatically uh, Offensive Player of the Year award for him. All right, uh, other ones that I like on the board, San Francisco minus 135 to win the NFC West. I know we love the Seattle Seahawks and we're a Seattle Seahawks podcast, but this 49ers team is going to come, and I don't think they're going to lose many games the rest of the season. The schedule kind of opens up for them. They've dominated every team in the NFC uh, West historically and over nine and a half wins for them also, which is at like minus 160 right now. I think they get both done. I think this is a team that finishes at like 12 and five or 11 and six, despite the fact that they're four and four right now. Yeah. Love that too. I think that's good value, especially since our whole fantasy with the Seattle Seahawks, who knows what's going to happen with that. The San Fran can easily take that division. Denver over six and a half wins minus 140, a team that I think that will be better in the second half of the season than the first half of the season. Not all the way in on Russ at all, but I do think that just like there was so much pressure at the beginning of the season, everybody kind of wrote him off now. I think they're going to have a good stretch in the second half of the season with that defense specifically that has been incredible all season long. So give me over six and a half win for the Denver Broncos. Then I'll, I'll write off a couple of quick ones. Tampa Bay over eight and a half wins. I still think they win that division. I think they win it at, at nine and eight. So I, I think they get on track at some point. I think that last weekend was a great help to them doing so with a win against the Rams. New York Giants under 10 and a half wins. I do not think that they're going to come in and win a bunch of games the rest of the season. This is still a rebuilding team. Brian Dayball is great, but they're going to face a difficult schedule, and I don't think they're, they're going to be able to go 11 and 6 this season. Chicago Bears over six wins. Justin Fields, baby. He's coming. I think they only got to get two more the rest of the way, two or three more the rest of the way. I think that they can do it. I am a big fan of what Justin Fields in that offense is getting going. And I like their secondary a lot, too, with their young players. I think they had a really good draft. I think they will show up in the second half of the season. 
In the last one, we talked about the Hot Takes Hotline. If you want all the information on why I think this is going to happen, go watch that show. But Geno Smith, Comeback Player of the Year, minus 135. Eh, Saquon Barkley. All right. If you guys can tune into the Hot Take Hotline, which is live on YouTube right now, to figure out why we disagree so strongly on that bet. All right. Recap our top five bets of the week. Joey, kick us off. All right. Miami Dolphins minus three and a half. Texans plus five and a half. Bucks minus two and a half. Commanders plus ten and a half. Maybe even money line if you're feeling risky. And Chiefs minus nine and a half. Lock it in. Let's make some money. All right. My five for NFL week 10 are the Chicago Bears minus three. Tampa Bay minus two and a half. The Green Bay Packers at plus five. Los Angeles Chargers at plus seven and the Cleveland Browns at plus four. That does it for episode 120 of Gambling with Gold. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. Good luck with all of your bets this weekend. Joey, thank you for joining me. You got any final takes? Any? No, I, I don't, but just when you were reading off your best bets, you froze up a little bit. So if you want to redo it, because I know you like to clip it up. I'll do it one more time for everybody that's out there. All right. Tampa Bay minus two and a half. Chicago minus three, Chargers plus seven, Cleveland Browns plus four, and the Green Bay Packers at plus five. Good to go? Good to go. Lock them in. Let's have ourselves another great NFL Week 10 gambling weekend. Let's make some money, baby. Good luck. See you guys later. See ya.